Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. Hope everyone is all good and well out there. We are back. It's the regulars, me, Jordan, Lee and James. And the World Cup group stage has come to an end. Um, and it's been a, quite an exciting group stage. I think everyone can agree that, you know, in terms of football and, and excitement, upsets and so on, this World Cup has delivered an, on many fronts. And, and we're going to get into each group and, and each... First place, second place finish. <clears throat> Make little predictions of the last 16 round as well. But let me welcome the lads as usual, first and foremost. Jordan, Lee, James, you look all good? Yes, sir. All good. All good. I'm in a very cold and, living room, but yeah. And hands up if you've still got two teams left in the competition. Like, yeah? I mean, like, yeah. I think so. I forgot what I've got. I always forget. Jordan, put your hand down, will you, please? please I've, got France, I've got France and England. Oh, yeah. I thought you... Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just predicted Eurobats going to do something good. That's that's all it was. Like, listen, it's early in the morning. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have got France and England, like you know. What I mean, it was soon to be going out by the looks of it. Like, you know? The team. This is the guy that predicted Uruguay, right? Yeah, to uh, to be the dark horses for the for the uh, World Cup. They currently bottom and they are out of of the uh, World Cup now. I've also heard a rumour, guys. I don't know if this is true, right? Yeah. That Jordan started supporting Arsenal in 2006, right? The week before the Champions League final. Right? I don't know if this is true, right? Like, no, Absolute lies. Absolute lies. We've won everything before he started supporting the club. You know what I mean? Like, and we would have gone on and won the bloody Champions League. But oh no, he decides to go and buy his mum, decides to buy him a red and white scarf. And that's the end of it, like, you know what I mean? Like, no. That's the end of it. <laughs> This is absolute really? lies, spurious lies that you're putting out on the internet, Lee. Absolute lies. <laughs> Regarding just on Uruguay, I mean, we were literally 30 minutes from going through, and then we finished bottom. <laughs> I don't know. How, yeah, well, that's typical you, Joe. I mean, I've got to say that, like, you know, dark goggles, they might as well pack their bags the minute you see in the windows. <laughs> but listen, it was it was sweet seeing seeing Suarez in in pain. Quite, that was good. I mean, I, I tipped Uruguay, but I love seeing Suarez <laughs> in, 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 in that much pain crying. So, that, every cloud. Yeah, every I think Ghana finished bottom of the group, but... I, I know oh, was it Ghana? Okay. Oh, Ghana finished, did they finish bottom in Ghana? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Thomas Party's on his way home. Does he Does he go home? Oh, yeah. Does he have a break first, or does he go straight to Dubai? I don't know. I, I think they're 
Yeah, I don't know when the lads fly. I think is it is it Monday they go? I'm not sure. Statman, do you know? I know they came out to training on Monday. Uh, friendlies on Thursday, I think we were saying Turkish. Yeah. Um, I could have seen them doing, I don't know, a week's work and then flying out. Normally, Arsenal would talk about it, wouldn't they? They'd say, you know, flying out to Dubai and all that. And, yeah. You know, but... Um, it Monday or Tuesday, wouldn't it? Something like that, yeah. It would be something like that. Um, but I, I don't think Party will get that much time off, to be honest. No, I don't think he should either. <laughs> I think he'll get 10 days, maybe. and then I don't, think, I don't, I don't think he'll get that. I think you might get four or five days. <laughs> Serious. Maybe. You know? Maybe. What are they doing? Like, you know, out of curiosity, do you think that you fly back home or or your uh, flight mm-hmm. Ghana first and then or, I, or just jump over to Dubai? Honestly, think five days out in Dubai. Honestly, they're doing these things instantly. So, what Ghana went out of the tournament yesterday around UK time was around five pm. They were mm-hmm. the earlier games. I reckon. I reckon they. I reckon they've probably left already. Mm. I reckon they've mm. probably already left the World Cup. I mean, you know, left Qatar and headed back to where the players are heading. I don't know whether they fly as a team or I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just they all jet off to wherever they need to be and with their clubs or, or holiday or whatever. Unless you've got a reason to go back to the UK. I mean, Dubai and Qatar are not that far apart. So why would no. you just, just go straight to Dubai? It's a really interesting thing. Take your holiday there, then meet the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You've just been knocked out of the World Cup and Mikel's on the phone. Hello, trying to start tomorrow. When do you make that call and go like, you know, is he, is he all right? Is he disappointing or whatever? Like, or are they just like, no, well, it is. Do you remember AFCON? They got knocked out and he was he was the morning That's right. the yeah. day, wasn't he? Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm lucky you got your finished bottom of the group, but we'll see you tomorrow for training. Like, you know, We're out, doing doggies. Well, Xhaka made it through. Jacques, yeah, yeah I'm um, disappointed. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, well, you wanted him to come back as a well. Two two selfish reasons. I got Serbia. I had Serbia in the um, sweepstake for the thousand pounds. So I've seen me thousand pound go down the toilet yesterday. <laughs> but also, um, I wanted a. Uh, not that I'm bitter. You know what I mean? Like, I had a good team. Uh, hang, hang, hang on, sorry, 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 sorry. Hang on, it's Lily, Lily, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who puts a thousand pounds in a sweepstake? <laughs> no, it's the one we're doing at DR Sports in the night. Bloody hell. And Robbie's I, need to, I need to get on that channel. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I've got Although, Serbia, like, you know. Sometimes we get Denmark in the sweepstake and they Oh, all... so you're so your thousand pounds gone. What about you, Turkish? Who'd you get? Portugal. Oh, look at the little smart ass. <laughs> I wonder he wants us up early today. Like, he's, going, he's going Christmas shopping on our money. I'll tell you, it's a joke. Yeah, so I lost that. But I also, I, Jordan made a great point a couple of weeks ago, and he's, he was dead right about it. The two guaranteed starters are Partey and um, and Shaka, and they've played every minute of the World Cup so far, like, you know. So, part of me wanted Switzerland to go out yesterday just so that he was back home, like, do you know what I mean? Safe and sound. But there you go, it's it's not happened. So, um, you know, uh, good luck to him. But I, I did want them out for, for selfish reasons, you know. And uh, But part of me wants Shaka to do well as well, of course, you know what I mean? But, yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, I don't know how much of the Ghana games you guys saw, but since we've touched in on party and Ghana first, we might as well talk about Partey's World Cup and whether... He had a good one or a mm. bad one or an indifferent one. Um, off the back of yesterday, I know a lot of people were kind of divided on whether Partey's had a good World Cup or not. I've seen good moments from him, but overall, yeah. I don't think it's been a great World Cup for him. Um, Jordan, 
What do you think? Indifferent. Indifferent. I think Ghana are poor. Ghana are not a good side. Even if they'd have gone through yesterday, they'd have got knocked out first round. They'd have got knocked out. Um, they're not good. Um, but yeah, him, <clears throat> I don't think he was poor. I don't think he was great. But uh, it's hard to judge when you're in a team that is as poor yeah. as Ghana are. So I, I don't know really how to assess him. He didn't do anything from what I saw, like, shockingly bad. But equally, he didn't stand out either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say different with Partey. James, in this position, do you do you expect a player like that to stand out in a team that, like Jordan said, is not the is not the best of quality? I just think, like more than ever, we see players struggle when they're not in the systems that they're used to and the players that they're around. I just football's moved so far away from like the individual quality of being able to stand out, even amongst uh, poor sides or, or new teammates and listen Partey's played with Ghana many times but but it's more you see when Partey gets the ball and he's playing as that defensive midfielder for Arsenal it's like he knows immediately where Odegaard and Xhaka are going to be and it all feels seamless and you know I think some of that is being sucked out of the game a little bit that that ability to show that individual quality um so I do I expect more I don't know but I guess to answer in a different way I'm not let's say he went and had a really poor World Cup um, I wouldn't exactly be worrying about whether that's going to affect how he plays at Arsenal. I kind of am pretty confident that chucking back in the system he's been playing in all season, um, that's really worked for him and, and you'll get him back to those levels or near enough though. So, um, no, I'm not particularly worried about it. Three yeah, games. Oh, sorry, Turkish. Um, no, Dan, Dan Jordan there, sorry. No, no worries. Used to it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Lee, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, three games in... Quick succession, got through them all. That's what I'm pleased about. Like, you know, I felt that he played quite well. I think there was four or five times, well, more than that, that he puts it through the lines um, with a lovely pass. It breaks down on and he's trying to get win it back again. Like, you know, the fact of the matter is, as good as party is for us, uh, and the reason he's good enough, he's good for us because he plays in a cog where other players are, are better around him. And that, that's that's what you need. And unfortunately, Garner, he hasn't got the players. You know, he's a, he is a holding midfield player. He's not a box-to-box. He's not going to take the games by the scruff of the neck in that sort of way. He mm. controls the game from, from, from backfield, if you like, and then lets other players play. Unfortunately, Garner haven't got those players, so he's never going to do well. A bit like Hoiberg at um, Denmark, you know. <clears throat> did, would you say he had a good World Cup? No. But, you know, needs other players around him to, to make him click and be that... Be that that player that he is. Has anybody ever been so sure of a penalty miss than when I stepped up for that penalty? I said, I was at work and I said to everyone, he's not going to score. He's going to, I thought he put it wide. I said, he's not going to score. And it wasn't one of those things you say, oh man, he's a, he's a, he's a poor player, but that penalty, I just knew one, because he's not a good player, he'd miss. But second of all, that whole kerfuffle that Uruguay were causing before the penalty was taken was all designed to A, add pressure and B, distract him, do you know what I mean, from, from yeah. his focus. I just knew he was going to miss. The penalty was awful. That was one of, the, one of the worst penalties ever. But I just knew it. I've never been so sure in my entire life of a guy missing a penalty. I just knew it. So, it was so poor. I think. I mean... There, there wow. was unbelievable drama throughout the end of the round, you know, throughout oh, round there, wasn't there? I, and and I, I've said this before, but I, even with the upsets of Japan beating Germany, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, I've actually struggled a little bit the World Cup. Um, 
I've not found the quality that great. And and, and I sort of, on this other show I did, I kind of listed a load of reasons why maybe I've not enjoyed it as much. But ultimately, I think it comes down to, in fact, I know we do comment of the week, but this is the one that I wanted to, oh, I've lost it. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, I'll find it in a sec. But basically, the comment was, I know, it's bad. But <laughs> I'll find it and then I'll credit. But the, <laughs> I had it on my phone, that's gone. It's refreshed. Um, the comment was basically, you know, is basically is watching Arsenal kind of made us, or watching this tournament made us appreciate how good Arsenal have been playing. And I think I've had a little bit of a sense of that. I'm watching teams that I'm not as entertained by, blown away. Maybe Spain. But even Spain are having kind of lulls in games. And yeah, I uh, I think round three was needed, at least for me. Just some of the drama we've had from, I mean, it's been throughout, you know, Senegal winning against Ecuador was brilliant. You know, being one and up, then paying back to 1-1, one, one, then 2-1 up. And then you've got, you know, the, the, the Mexico-Poland games. You've got, yeah. um, uh, what did you have the night after? Germany, Spain. I mean, it's all like, it was unbelievable. Um, and it was generally like every kind of set of fixtures was going right to the wire. And South Korea, what they did to win it so late on was unbelievable as well. And we saw the scenes of him and Son really devastated because he thought he was out after the second round. But look how things changed. So I, I've got to say, round three has been... Has been yeah. what the World Cup was needed for me, just to kind of light it up and and show that no, this isn't just wedged halfway through a season and players are kind of not as into it. It's you know the, the passion and everything is absolutely there. We knew it was, but I just think on a footballing level, we've seen it in terms of the drama and the excitement and all that. So it's been great this week. I, I agree one hundred percent with everything James just said. I wasn't engaged in this World Cup until Tuesday. Until that, I was saying to Turkish before we came on air, until the Ghana South Korea game, I wasn't feeling yeah, this World Cup at all. I wasn't feeling this World Cup at all. But that from that game on, there's just been the games have been better, the quality's been a bit better, the quality's been poor for the first round, even two rounds of games. I thought, um, there's some poor games, too many poor games, but but yeah, I agree. It's it's it's, it's kind of lit up now, and I'm 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 in, I'm all in. What a <clears> game <throat> that was, by the way, wasn't it? It's a great game, great uh, game. There's been a few high scoring yeah. ones as well. That no teams won all three of their games. Nope. And I think it's I think it Turkish points to I mean, okay, I got my Uruguay call wrong, but my my, my thinking behind the Uruguay prediction was that I don't think the winner's gonna come from the big four. The big four being Brazil, Germany, Spain, um, and France. I'm not sure that the winner. Come. I mean, England could win it. Those one of those four teams could win it. But I'm still. I still think there's going to be a surprise winner of this World Cup. Um, get your money on any one of them four now, <laughs> like, you know? Just get your money on them, like, you know? <laughs> I've just, just got a feeling it's going to be a surprise winner this year. Um, you know, I thought um, the standout Arge- team. I thought Argentina's level went up massively. People mm-hmm. yeah. arguing yeah, about that, saying Poland were poor. I said, well, actually. Poland had everything to fight for, which was, you know, basically get a point and, and protect the goal difference and all that. And, and Argentina, I just thought, looked far, far better than they did in all the previous games. So interesting to see if they carry that on. But the, the, the comment was from Arjvi. I have found it. I know, it's good of me, right? He said, I'm not sure whether it's just me, but watching all these games has made me miss and appreciate what amazing football we play and win week in, week out. Boxing Day can't come soon enough. But, I mean, I I, I get it. Like, I have been watching going, these teams aren't as good as Arsenal. Arsenal would win the World Cup. (laughs) I'm convinced of it. 
Uh, on one hand, I got a fucking guy printing a T-shirt with top of the league in, in, in before Christmas. The other one, I, I, I'm doing a podcast with a guy who says Arsenal's going to win the World Cup. They would. It's not a bad here? point. It's, it's not a bad point, James. I think Arsenal would win the World Cup if that eleven was entered the, enter the tournament. Semi-final. Oh yeah, I, I don't think that. I think that. Um, um, Manchester City would win the World Cup as well. I, I think that teams like that would, like you know, Bayern Munich. Um, they're, they're, they're better, aren't they? Because they've just got better play. Like, what the the thing is, I think with this World Cup, I, I think like one every team's got one, maybe two world class players, like you know. But Man City have got ten, eight or nine. You know what I mean? Like that's the difference, you know. And uh, the one thing about this World Cup that I, I've what I've noticed is a lack of firepower in this mm. of teams around the world it is incredible you know um and you look at uh england and uh you look at um the premier league we've got goal scorers in it every week you know and i look at some of these but i look at spain they could still be out there now uh, I, I would have fallen asleep <laughs> but they they still wouldn't have scored you know what i mean like unbelievable it was it was so yeah. poor uh portugal as as i i think are my dark horse is to win it. To be to be fair, they look pretty good, but they're relying on a thirty-seven-year-old striker. Where, where's their strikers? You know, what I mean, mm. where's all their strikers coming through? I look at Brazil yesterday. You know, um, yeah, they've got they've got great great uh, players, but some of their play. I, I, I'm going to say it for Brazil. I, I'll say it now. I, I fear for Brazil. I think I don't think they're going to do too well in this world. I don't think they're going to win it because I, I think they've got too many good players. I know that sounds silly. But I don't think they've got killers. If you look at um, what will be the criticism of Jesus, is that he's not a killer. The criticism of Richarlison, he's not a killer. Mm. Um, I, I really do. And I, I look at um, Spain, France have got Giroud as their their their, their top, top man, like you know. England have got a, a very good chance with the goal scorers that we've got in our, in our team. But I've been very very you know very very disappointed. Look at Argentina, Martin. He's he's been poor. Poor. I think I think I think it's a really good point Lee makes there about the lack of firepower from most teams, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> as Lee says as well, the one team that does have on paper shitloads of firepower haven't been firing Brazil. <laughs> they haven't been firing. So yeah, I, I agree across the board. The the, the, the lack of, of of weapons up top is is, is not great. Between Tiki Taka and False Nine. The football, oh, the football landscape has changed so much and this is what it's resulted in you know there was an era where you know tiki taka came through and then the false nines followed shortly after and a lot of kids growing up off the back of that looking at that and it and it breeded this era where you look around and there isn't many killers that's why recently on a live with james i i mentioned you know if you compare the the top three in most positions now compared to the top three in most positions 20 years ago I think 20 years ago, you find that the quality overall was better. But I don't know if you want to get into I'm, this topic now. I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I will. I will. False nine, you know what I mean? We're being thrown about this false nine as it's a great thing. Just like we're, fo we're false as young men as false boobs. It's not, It's not. you know, you can't beat the real deal. You know what I mean? Like a proper centre forward. End the pods. End the pods. End the pods. No, I'm serious. All this pod. false stuff like... You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're in a world where it's not good enough. I want a proper centre forward that bangs the ball back and talks about it. End of. Move on. 
Saturday. Well, it's true though, isn't it? Like we're we're, we're being false fed with this false nines. Like, bring you know, back I mean, real what boobs. Did you bring, have? bring back real boobs. <laughs> I never. You know what Lee got for Christmas? You know what Lee got for Christmas? That's all I'm saying. You know when and someone gets a better place for it, I'm telling you, like <laughs> real, real booze matter. That's what yeah, Lisa. Really. Yeah, yeah, right at all. Right, you know what I mean. When it's false nine, just get some my go. I was just about to say, saying get some my. I won't say that. Like, you know what I mean? But like, get some my falsies. I'll tell you, like, you know what I mean? like yeah. You know when someone delivers an analogy and you go, oh yeah. I'm I'm being serious now. It's false night. Get the proper striker in all this. Like to, I've had enough of it. To, to, to be to be fair, arguably, arguably the three best centre forwards in the world aren't at this World Cup: Haaland, Mane, Benzema. So we are missing three. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Three forwards. Yeah. You know what I mean in that sense. But yeah, Lewandowski should be doing better. But he plays for Poland. You know, Kane is blunted a little bit by 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 England's play. Um, okay, Mbappe's got a couple of goals. Jesus is not a killer. You know, Brazil's strikers are killers. So yeah, I I, I, I agree generally with Lee's point. But but also, so I think I think like tactical approaches to games. And listen, every game's approach tactically. But what I mean is like. I think coaches are kind of more methodical and planned than ever before. We touched this earlier in the pod. And I just think, quite frankly, you can build defensive shapes and structures quicker than you can really good attacking fluid formations. And when you're the squad's changing all the time because of injuries, because of players you know coming in and out of form, and then there's no build-up to the World Cup, I just think you're going to naturally find teams are struggling a little bit to create great chances to show that fluidity especially when teams are very good these days at dropping into good shapes and denying you so i mean look at brentford the other day against city you know it wasn't even like city missed a load of good chances you know and, and brentford kind of got them on the counter this was brentford actually fully denying them anything really in terms of opportunities and space in front of goal and teams are getting a lot better at that and you know, sides now at the World Cup having to really rely on a little bit of individual quality. Yeah. That that's why France are probably still my favourites because Mbappe's a wild card who will just do something out of nothing, whether it's take on three players and put it on a plate for Giroud. Um, mm. that's, that's, that's a great quality. point. You know, Japan, by the way, I have to say, I know like um Spain sort of um you know like uh, didn't didn't do it, but they defended fantastically well. <laughs> absolutely defended like like Superb. And Tommy Asset, I've got to say, come on. He's come on in a couple of games now mm. when it's really mattered and, defend, you know, organises that defence. We've always said it, what a very, very good defender he is. And, and he is. He's a very, very good defender. He he, uh, he organises as well. And, um, yeah, so I, 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 I do take that point on board. In terms of yeah. the biggest, biggest surprises, Japan have probably been the one, considering they beat in Germany and Spain, yeah, down half time coming back. Lost to Costa Rica. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. Well, maybe Talk because that's, that's how they set up. I suppose that's a great point. What James is saying, they're probably set up to defend against better teams, and when they have to attack, <coughs> they find it difficult. So, you know, the harder Je the opponent, the more they're going to just sit in and defend and hit people on the break. 
Japan showed real quality on the counters as well in those games mm. against Germany and, and Spain. Like, mm. and, and I think the ability to counter-attack well is very underrated. I know that mm-hmm. because Arsenal for a couple of years until this season didn't counter-attack well. And we had pace and we had players that could, like a Aubameyang and all that. Um, but, you know, being what people say devastating on the counter is seeing space and, you know, diagonal runs. and Timings. The part. And we, yeah, we just, we just haven't had that. And a lot of teams in the World Cup, I think, have struggled to look particularly good on the counter, but uh, some have, and I think Japan... Well, Morocco have looked pretty good on the counter. Mm. Yeah, Japan just looked aside that when they when they have been getting those opportunities to attack and, and go at teams, they've shown real quality. And by the way, how long did it take for people to accept that that goal was in? The, the, the second one? The ball over oh, the line? Yeah. People yeah. still haven't accepted it. People are still waking up today, going on Twitter to tweet, I can't believe that that was a goal. <laughs> I mean, did you see the footage that FIFA released in the end? So I'm just plugging a charger. Um, did no, you see but, the footage that FIFA released? No, but I know balls ran, and I know that first picture that was released is from an angle. So I, I used my brain and thought oh, to myself, well, I guess the the angle doesn't really help the the image. So when I eventually saw the other image, which is a better <laughs> angle, straight. It's unbelievable line. how many people didn't yeah. think of it that way. You know, it is Sorry. interesting, though. Uh, I um. Someone done it with a bit of paper. I don't know if you see it on Twitter, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, it, you know, it looks well out, doesn't it? Like, and then when you actually show it above, it's not. Mm. It, it was a quite a um, a very very clever thing to do, you know. So, um, but um, should we talk cares? about? They're out. They're out, and they like you know what I mean. So, mm. um, oh, we, look, listen. I think if we was in, if that happened to us, we wouldn't be too happy about it. But it's the way it is, isn't it? Just before I think James moves on to the, the Arsenal players at the World Cup, I just want to say, I think Lee mentioned Portugal are his dark horse and Turkish. You mentioned Japan. Um, I've been the surprise package. I've got a feeling Morocco, I think they've got Spain. Yeah. I'm not convinced Spain win that game. So... Oh, you're not convinced Morocco win that game? <laughs> yeah, I, I think Morocco. Oh, I, I, Something about Morocco, you know. I, I think I'm they may. All, I'm sorry to all the Moroccans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> I'm a minute. Can we just end this like nonsense Sorry. now, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Morocco, what have I done? What have I done? Upset you? Okay, well, the Morocco. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Come on, James. All, all, all nations of the World Cup are watching this podcast, just hoping that their name doesn't come up. I think Morocco. You know, you know when they're sitting down for the draw and they're all next to each other in there. In there, imagine it, they've gone down to breakfast now. Like, you know, here's your ticket. Yeah. What's this for? Like, yeah, Jordan's just uh, tipped us to yeah. win it. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Flying back yeah. early. But... Summer, lads. Can we have a serious, serious debate, please? Can we have a serious discussion, please? Can we have <laughs> a serious chat about football? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think I do think Morocco may cause an upset there, but let's see. No, let's I think see. you're right. You're right to mention Morocco because they, they, Spain they, five, Morocco nil. <laughs> 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 nah, good luck. I, don't, I want them to go through, but we just talked about systems and players coming out of systems and looking a different player. Um, in the World Cup, but you know, if you look at someone like Ziyech, who comes out of a somewhat rigid system over the years at Chelsea and gets a bit more freedom, you can see the a bit of the old Ziyech, a bit of the Ajax one that initially caught the attention of teams in Europe, including us at one point, and then obviously Chelsea got the deal done. Um, but time is just flying, we're nearly half an hour in, and wow. we haven't even discussed England yet, so I think it's worth. Touching on England, they they won the Wales game 3-0, a heavily changed side. 
Saka didn't start the game. What do we make of it? Was it a case of Saka dropped or like many of the teams in the group stages in the third game, they gave a chance to the other <clears throat> players? Can I go first? Drop for yeah. me. I've dropped for me. I think the question, the way to look at it, Turkish, is if England had to win that game, do they start that lineup? I don't think they do. Mm, so point. I think so. I think he was rested. I think if England had to win that game, I think Saka starts. I think it, they didn't have to win the game, so he can afford to make some changes. Um, and therefore, I think he thought now is probably going to be the best and possibly last chance to give people. That's the oh. best he's ever been. Look, look at that. <laughs> I mean, that. Whoever done that is fantastic. I'll tell you what just happened. Jordan just predicted to himself sorry. that he'd make it through the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, some, some, someone, someone just, just gone round to his house and pulled the plug. <laughs> I'm going live at seven in the morning. <laughs> it's Morocco, buddy. Talking I'm, I'm crap. Friends. Keeping me up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it was the last chance I've get had to kind of rest, not rest, but try another few players and give them a chance to stake a claim. And to be fair to Foden and Rashford, they did. <laughs> they did. Um, so I don't think Saka was dropped. I think he was rotated. Because I think Southgate had the luxury of doing that. <clears throat> well, that was already through, even if they lost, weren't they? Come on, they had to lose 4-0 to Wales to, to go, because to have any chance of getting knocked out, it weren't going to happen. But no. I'll... I, I'm going to say this now. I'm, I'm, it's not having a go at Rashford and 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 um, I'm phoning. I thought that they were awful in the first half, absolutely awful. You know, um, and, and Rashford only—it's uh, an unbelievable thing about confidence. A professional footballer, like you know, plays for Manchester United. As soon as he scored that free kick, his game went up tenfold because his confidence to come back. Like you know, so it'd be very interesting. I think that. It depends. If Senegal sit in and uh, and, and defend deep, then realistically, like um, Rashford's not your man because he's he's one to go in behind, you know. So you need the trickery of a Saka and a, 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 or or a Foden, like you know. So <coughs> I'll be very very disappointed if Saka isn't playing and Mason Mount is because I think that uh, I think it's what six out of twelve games he's been man in the match for England doesn't deserve to be dropped. Two goals in the first game. Everybody played bad against USA apart from Maguire. So for him to be dropped would be a real kick in the teeth for him. Um, and I think that he's been England's best player over the over the course of a season. Why do I say that? He's been England's player of the year. Like, you know, you don't get given that for no reason. So it'd be very, very interesting to see what happens. But I think because he's young, I don't I, I think that sometimes will go against him. And um I, I think it, you know, for me. Mason Mount and Sterling, nothing against them. They're just out of form at the wrong time, guys. They're just not not in form at the right at the right time, and and don't deserve to be in the England team because of that. That's the only reason, in my opinion. I'd play all three. I think I think all three should start: <clears throat> Sterling, Saka, and Ford, um, and Mount. I don't see. I think Mount gives the team balance. I don't think he's brilliant for England, but I think he does give the team a little yeah, bit I'll of balance. That. I think Sterling's form for England is good. His form for a club level is not good. But Sterling's form for England is goodly. He does perform for England yeah, generally. Yeah. But what and do you I mean by balance? Because I think that's something England struggle with a lot. Because I think their I th balance is pretty um, bottom heavy if you look at the way they play. I think of the options that Mount is up against, though so it's it's either Mount, Foden or Madison, if you like, 
I think he's the one that actually is better at being uh, understanding when to sit and when to put when to progress with the ball. I think instinctively, Madison and Foden want to get on the ball and go forward. Their first thought is always forward, forward attack, which is no bad thing. But I think when you've got a team that doesn't have a good defense as England don't have, I think you need a midfielder that actually is happy just to kind of be the guy that sits about 10 yards deeper and is happy to think at times, okay, maybe going forward isn't the best option here. I think he offers England that personally. I think Matt's really underrated. I don't think he's great for England. I think he was the only player in the whole squad at the Euros last year that came out worse and better. I think everyone came out on par, if not having had a good Euros. I think Matt was the only player that actually came out minus. But I do think he offers something that I don't think Madison... Um, Grealish or Foden can offer, although I think they also offer attacking threats that Mason Mount maybe isn't quite of the of the level. But I, I do like Mason Mount, so I would start Mount. But I understand why people don't have him in their eleven. It's I guess safe, safest option out of the three as well, you could say. Yeah, and I think safety is important. I know everyone wants everyone England to go gun ho and score fifteen goals and attack, attack, attack. I'm not, you know, my views on that anyway. I, I think you'd need that guy that actually is happy just to kind of get on the ball and think about the team rather than think about how can I set up a goal. Uh, yeah, if I, you know, if I was to pick a three, I'm going with um, Saka, Folden, and Rashford at the moment. Saka, Folden, Rashford behind yeah. Kane. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, mm, I, I came out the Wales game going, how have England scored nine goals in this group stage Yeah, and not look that good? <laughs> but that's just me. And the thing is, where I think a lot of people think England's level might be here. That well, my shot, there we go. And I think England's level might be here. But then I think everyone else is level in the tournament isn't really much higher than there or, or there anyway. Like, what I'm trying to say mm. is, I watch England, and I'm not blown away, but then I'm not really with anyone else. I was with Spain for a little mm-hmm. bit, but there's absolutely a lack of firepower there. Um, and I think they'll be good in four years. But, you know, England could definitely win it without being spectacular. And for this way, England, I don't think, are anywhere near France of 2018, Germany of 2014, Spain 2010. Mm-hmm. But... Italy 06, Brazil 02. They've scored nine goals, boys. They've scored nine goals against two teams that are not in the World Cup now. The team, the team that's gone through with them, they didn't score against. The two teams that, that you know that, that have been poor, you know. Again, like I don't want to take from, I don't want to be too critical because, you know, seven points is more than France got, it's more than Spain got, it's more, you know, like, you know, fair play. You know, undefeated and, and and two wins and a draw, and you know you could say they managed the uh, they managed the USA game quite well because they realised they weren't at their best and they took the clean sheet and they moved on to the next. That's fine, but I just thought even against Wales, it was just a bit, you know, like let's be honest, the Rashford free kick should be saved. I mean, Ward had a shocker. Yeah, I think the same. Any second goal should have been saved. Went yeah. through him. Um, but what we do have is a little bit of individual quality, like that Harry Kane, you know, ball across goal for Foden. Made, made yeah. a mistake, but that's a good goal. I know it feels like a Wales mistake, but it's really good quality. And he showed it with the Sterling one in the Iran goal in the Iran game as well. You know, that ability to drive it across goal. So we do have individual quality. And Harry Maguire is playing well. And he stepped up, and I actually want to make a point of it because 
he's he's had so much mm. criticism, and I think a lot of it justified because of how poorly he's played. Um, but I, I want to point out every time now he's playing well, I think he is doing his thing for England, and maybe just having enough quality in the final third and having enough defensive stability uh, will be enough for England. But Turkish, you, you don't think they're going to get past Senegal, do you? No, I think no. Well, I, I wouldn't say that they're, they're favourites too. But Ooh. what I would say is you can't Ooh. overlook you can't overlook Senegal hundred percent. So I'm just I'm just I'm yeah just yeah. You tried to throw me in it. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if Senegal pull it out the bag. Um, I think England are lucky that Mane is not there. Even though Senegal is still a a solid outfit, um, defensively resolute, and I think with England across the three games, I've seen enough of the same old to know that if they come up against a France, an Argentina, a Brazil, maybe even a Spain, they won't be able to muster the win. And that has been the story of the last couple of tournaments. Anytime they come up against a team that has anything about them, be it a Belgium, a Croatia or an Italy, England tend to fall flat on their face. And, and, I, and I feel like this is similar. I think that in order for that perception to change, they needed to start the tournament in a different vein, whereas they started it in the same type... Listen, I know it, it, they started with a big victory, but then when you look at Iran in that first game, I don't think they represented themselves well and, and they bounced back in the second game. But if you look at the 90 minutes against the US and the first half against Wales, they were stifled enough and it seemed like they was shot of ideas at points. And then in the second half against Wales, they got free. But I look at Wales capitulating more than I do England opening them up. So I just think that once they face a team, finishing first in the group means they're going to be playing France if they get past Senegal. Finishing second would mean playing Argentina if they get past whoever it is. Mm. I just think that the time is coming where England... Have England changed? I haven't seen enough to say they have. You could be you could be right, Turkish, but I also think that tournament football is about peaking at the right time. England haven't been great so far. They have not been they have not been impressive. But again, you know my thoughts on tournament football, group stage especially, just get out of the group. That's job that's job done. I would be surprised if Senegal were to win. If Senegal were to beat England, that would be a massive shock for me. Not because I'm disrespecting Senegal and I don't particularly think they're a great team. I think they're a decent team. I think they're half the team without Mane. I think there's threats there from the likes of Saar could cause problems, but I'm sorry. If Senegal are knocking out the World Cup, that's poor. That is a big shock for me. That is not good enough. And I think Southgate would have to resign. He would have to resign, getting knocked out of the last 16 to Senegal. That is a shock for me. So I'm, I'm expecting England by hook or by crook to get through that match. And then it is looking like France <clears throat> in, in the next stage. I think France, I said this before, I think France can beat England. I think England can beat France. As James said earlier on, I've not seen any team that I think, oh yeah, that team, that's the team to to avoid. Brazil don't scare anybody. France look the best, but they look beatable. I mean, they've got Hugo Lloris in goal. Come on. When you've got Lloris in goal, you've got a chance. Let's have it right. So I think I think England, forget France for now, navigate this win. Never get this game against Senegal, but I, I would be surprised personally if they were to lose. On the peak in early part, and, and I think you're right with that, but I look at Brazil and Argentina and I think, you know, they haven't really hit their peaks yet. Argentina especially, who started the tournament with a loss, a shock loss, and they've bounced mm. back in a, in a mature fashion. So I think that, yeah, you could say that for England too, but there's also some other teams <laughs> out there that you, you, you could, you know, mention that maybe their peak is yet to come. Um James, mm -hmm. Lee? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, 
I'm I'm confident we'll beat Senegal. Like you know, I I, I think that um, Gareth's pen can be kept safely in his waistcoat for this week. Um, no problems whatsoever. I don't think there there'd be any problem. I think that um, we are comfortably come through this game quite comfortably two 0 maybe even more. <clears throat> I, I, again, I look at uh, Senegal. Um, haven't really got that potent killer up front, and I think that England will eventually break them down. And um, uh, yeah, listen, you know, to, to, to England at this moment in time, to have the group that they have and then have Senegal in the last 16, you, you know, if you was to uh, say, what, what, pin your way to the quarterfinals, that's how to go. For England, it starts in the quarterfinals as far as I'm concerned, you know, when they play France or, uh, you know, I think it will be France, let's be honest. And yeah. and then we'll see how we go. But like, you know, it's it's a minimum. It's the minimum requirement. Like, you know, Agreed. when you look at the group and and Senegal in this round, I know there's been shocks, but I think it changes a little bit now. I think there's shocks in this competition because, uh, in the last group stages, because teams have just been throwing things at it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like for instance, some teams got to score a goal and they're they're playing one at the back, and then then the other other team go and get a goal. You know, or say for a Portugal, they're resting players, their, their mind's not quite on it, same as with Brazil. It, it, it's different now and I don't see England slipping up in this game. England win Yeah. I, I think England go through after extra time, actually. Either extra time or pens. I think Senegal, I think England will do it, but I think Senegal will work them really hard. Um, I don't, I'm with you, Turkish. I could, I could see a little bit of an upset there, but just looking at the paths very quickly, Netherlands, USA. Should we, you know, we should do a little quick prediction? Yeah, let's Round robin. Right, Netherlands, USA. Turkish? Um, draw after extra time. Netherlands. A draw extra time. America. Lee? Uh, a, a narrow uh, Netherlands win in 90. I think the Netherlands will win. Um, then Ar Argentina, Australia. Comfortable 90-minute win. For Argentina. Same. Yeah, same, same for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with the same. So that would be the USA versus Argentina in the quarters. Uh, Japan, Croatia. Um, and oh, that's a good one as well. I think draw extra time, extra time Croatia because they're the tournament now. Oh, Croatia are my dark horses, but they're looking old now. They are starting to look old. And so Japan, I'm, I'm changing my Japan Um, and Japan look anything but old. Uh, I'm gonna go Croatia just 90 minutes. Lee? Japan just 90 minutes. Ooh. Uh, Croatia for me. Uh, but again, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Brazil, South Korea. Oh, Brazil 90. Brazil extra time. Brazil comfortable ninety. Um, I, I also think Brazil extra time actually. So that would leave us uh, Netherlands versus Argentina and Croatia versus Brazil as two of the quarters already. Let's quickly fly through the others. England Senegal. We've all said England. Uh, France Poland. France easy. France no. France comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, France comfortable. I agree. I don't think Poland will look that good at all. Uh, Morocco, Spain. After extra time. 
Morocco. Morocco penalties. Spain just 90 minutes. I think Spain will do it. So, either one. All right. Yeah. And then Portugal, Switzerland. Portugal. This is a tough one. Mm. Portugal extra time. Uh, Portugal 90 minutes. Just. Well, Portugal penalties. There's got to be one game with penalties. <laughs> I think Sw- I think Switzerland are going to surprise them, you know. But we'll yeah. go with Portugal as that's the majority. So, that would leave us England, France, um, and then either Morocco or Spain versus Portugal. So, there's some great lineups there. There's a potential Argentina-Brazil semi-final. The potential France or England versus Spain or Portugal semi-final, but we know that there'll be some kind of upset or whatever. So, listen, it's it's lining itself up really nicely. I think we've got some, we've got some really, you know, really excited and really exciting end to the World Cup. I mean, is the final next Sunday? Yeah. No. Sunday, no. Sunday, Sunday week, isn't it? Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Two, sorry. Sunday two, two, two weeks, weeks from Sunday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Round of 16. Two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, I'm being good. That makes sense. So, yeah, strap in. Lots of good football. Can, um, of course, we've got the Arsenal friendlies as well. Can we just quickly just talk about... Um, I know Lee wants to talk about our Brazilian players, um, Jesus and Martinelli. I know, Lee, you thought... You were saying just before we came on there that you were impressed with Martinelli. So was yeah. I. I said it on Big Six, but a lot of people in the chat disagreed with me. Yeah, I, I didn't. One of those. Yeah, sorry. God, sorry. He was a was shining light for Brazil yesterday. I know, like Brazil made a lot of changes, but I thought he was very, very positive what he'd done. Um, uh, I, I actually think that Brazil were poor yesterday. I have to say that kept breaking down, but I thought he was the one shining light. Um, uh, I, I didn't think Jesus done too much. Worked hard, but not too much. Uh, Bruno Gramirez in, in midfield was oh, absolutely Lee. shocking. Oh, oh do you think? Yeah, he did how many chances he missed, Jordan? He, he missed a couple of big chances, but I'm telling you, he is the exact midfielder Arsenal need. I'm oh, gutted yeah, that Newcastle picked him. No, no, I'm telling you, we need to try and get him in the summer. He, what, I love Newcastle, him. Newcastle, no chance. Oh, no, I know. I but, think he's a very, very good player. I but, love um, him. But he missed a couple uh, of sitters, yeah. Yeah, he was, I, just, I just think that they, they, they was all poor. They, they, they give the ball away too much, you know. Like, and I just think, like, you know, I, I, I watched it and I watched Anthony in the first half, flat as to deceive. But, but Martinelli does what's on the tin. He takes on players. He puts in crosses. I thought he was brilliant in the first half. I, I really do. I think he faded in the second. But I, I think it was a poor performance. But I think he was a shining light. And I'm not being biased on that. I didn't. I, I thought he was. I thought it was average. I don't think he did enough to suggest to Chichi, the, the manager, I should start the next game. I don't think he did enough. I, I thought he was okay. I, I, I wanted a bit more from him. Hundred percent, he didn't do enough because to, to displace Vinicius, you got to be scoring two goals, maybe a hat trick, to even entertain the thought of of that. So I, I get you on that. He didn't do enough, but I mean, when you're looking at Jesus and Martinelli, I think Martinelli had the better. Better introduction yeah. to the yeah. starting lineup, and he caused some problems. I mean, maybe some people say might say he should have scored, but I think he caused problems. He ruffled feathers, and he was he was the one to to remain on for the ninety minutes. Off the top of my head, did he stay on for yeah. ninety? He yeah. did, yeah, yeah. And it, but Martinelli's he's having exactly the kind of World Cup I wanted him to have, which is not be in the limelight, but get his moments. Have you know, get a start for Brazil, have those really confidence-boosting moments, uh, come back fairly fresh. That's what I need for him. Yeah. 
tournament. Yeah. Ah, cool. Well, we it's made all our We've made all of our predictions. We've discussed um, the majority of the group stage fixtures that we could in the time we have. I do want to round it up now because I know a couple of us have got um, meetings to get to and whatnot. But before we do, comments of the day. We've all picked one out, I believe. Hopefully, we've all picked one out. Um, I went first last time round. Jordan, you go first this time round. I've got two quick ones. So my first one was um, somebody commented and said, um, oh, bloody hell, what was it? It was about Lee. And um, it was, how can Lee be shell-shocked but not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) He said something and you were like, I'm shell-shocked but not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh. (laughs) And then the other one was when Jordan starts talking, I want to sit, I want to stand on Lego. <laughs> that made me laugh as well. <laughs> I made me chuckle. Uh, I've, I've gone for one. It's, it's from LJ and it's not me, like, yeah. So um, <laughs> I didn't want to just make that point clear, like, looking forward to Jordan justifying Uruguay as a World Cup winner. So I said, well done, LJ. <laughs> James? Oh, I gave mine earlier the Arjvin comment. Oh, um, yeah. Just the one I resonated with massively. And I got one here that quotes the time in the last, quoting 21 minutes. Well, not quoting, but linking it to 21 minutes and eight seconds. DJ Breeze says, Mr. Free Hit, is that you? LOL, sorry Lee, I couldn't resist. <laughs> bang, bang out of all the like It's been a while since you've heard that, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is a long while since I've heard that like, and I still stand by it, like, you know what I mean? So um but there's no free it's no more, like, you know. So uh, <laughs> I've just, just noticed Lee. Cut from Mikel that that weekend I was like, you know what I mean? So uh I've just noticed yeah. lovely bit of AFTV Christmas merch you've got there. Yes, I thought I'd bring it on, like, you know what I mean? So I don't know if you can oh. see it, like, you know, try and stand up a bit. Look at that. I don't need you to. <laughs> That's fine. Hey. <laughs> just, hey. I don't know, I've just got cramp in my leg, like, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old, lads, I tell you. I'm getting old, like, you know. Just be comfortable, man. We need you for the podcast, man. We need you for the podcast. Bit of yellow there as well for hoping. Yeah, for yeah. Looking for. I'll be wearing this on the watch along for the um for the friendly this Thursday, like you know. So uh... yeah, there you go, people. We are doing a watch along for the friendly, so make sure you are here on AFTV. Subscribe, notification bell on, and you'll see what's to come. A lot of content coming out, even though it is World Cup time. We're still delivering, people. Big up Jordan. Big up Lee. Big up James. Love for the lovers always, people. Hit the like button on your way out. Let's get it to a 1,000 likes and continue leaving your comments. Keep them respectful as always, people. There's been a massive improvement in that sense. And we'll keep on giving you guys the comments of the day. One each every week. or Twice a week at times too. But we are back probably Wednesday, Wednesday-ish. That's the next time there's a little break in between the last 16 and quarterfinals. So we'll be there in between to review the... Last 16 games and preview the quarterfinals. We'll see what it's looking like then. People, we are out. Love for the love. Hit the like button. You know what it is already. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.